So anyway, Michal comes in at half six in the morning, right? Mm. And he says, Dad, Dad. I said, what, Michal? Dad, can you fart out through your willy? <laughs> right? And I said, Michal, you can't. Well, I did. And he walks away and you're going, my God, this is brilliant. No. So there we are. The second coming is a carry man. Bring that paper. Girl Talk with Trish and Shona. So, Dahi, welcome. It's great to be here. On yeah. this edition of Girl Talk Meets, we're beyond excited to be sitting down with the legend that is Dahi O'Shea. Does that mean I'm old? <laughs> no. Born in West Kerry, Dahi is now the infamous cheeky tappy that brightens up our sitting rooms of all the housewives all around the country. Thank you. From his early days of being the resident heartthrob weather guy on TG Car to being the man we all want to be friends with because he's the lovable, down-to-earth, charming host of The Roast of Trolley. This self confessed Mammy's boy is not one to play it safe as he's now branching out with an all new stage show Dahi Rhyme with Reason which opens in the stowl this April he once said his guilty pleasure is a chicken tikka masala and lavender <laughs> is not. his favourite scent Dahi O'Shea welcome oh, to Girl Talk thank, thank you very much for having me it's a pleasure <laughs> do you like that I'm usually asking you the questions I by know. the way missus yeah. <laughs> no, no not today not no. today the shoes on the other okay. foot but over the last couple of years, we've dissected every topic and answered those burning questions on Girl Talk. So we've decided to flip the script and get to know some well-known Irish celebrities by asking them our sexy seven. Okay. Ooh. So, ooh. Yeah, you should right. be afraid. Okay, be very afraid. Okay. I'm putting on my, is there a helmet here? Yeah, 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 you can I get out. I might a small bit of defence here. But honestly, I think you're, you're the kind of person that no matter what we could throw at you, you'll just answer it and answer it honestly. I think. Well, do you know, again, it's, it's the way to go. Because yeah. I think once you start lying to people then all of a sudden you're in a hole and you have to start backtracking and there's nothing worse than being backtracking just give give your honest opinion I think people appreciate you yeah. uh, more for it and people might like what you have to say all the time but that's yeah. fine some people will appreciate you being honest other people will tune into you because this fella's going to say something that's going to upset people and that that's okay <laughs> each to their own we yeah. all have our own opinions but I think sometimes when you start lying about things like that you have to have a really good memory yeah. because oh. you forget stuff <laughs> it comes and you back. have to go back yeah. what did I say so you know you're better off and we love you for the authentic you you're bringing to thank us thank you <laughs> we're going to start with shameful secrets first off okay yep okay so my shameful secret well I don't really think it's that shameful but I can't swim Okay. And I think the whole of the Southeast know at this stage. But what's your shameful secret? Shona, what's yours actually? You can't. Oh, I've loads. <laughs> I had a list when shameful we were Shameful secret. Yeah, mine was that like I was in my late 20s when I finally learned to drive and my like driving history was horrendous. I had I had tried and failed so many times and yeah. failed the test the first time I did it. And Hands you know, it's one of those things of that I think, you know, it comes automatically to some people and I just not at Trish drove with me today and how would you rate my <sighs> driving? We nearly drove into the back of a parked car. Okay. That's how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we got, we got here. Yeah, you're here. You're here. Yeah. Even though you yeah, thought you were supposed piece. to be going to the other part of the country, but you're here. Oh, yes, that too. Yeah, she, she, I was showing her again. I'm not she, a natural driver. Yeah, I, I, have, I have a polo yeah. and that's all I can manage. Okay. Okay, shameful secrets. It's... Um, I was thinking this is kind of weird, right? Okay, we like weird. Um, I have a ritual before I go before I go out into the dome for the Rose of Tralee, okay? okay? Ooh. It's very very strange, right? And really Rita and Michal are they're using the other room because we've a double room. I just need a small bit of space yeah, myself. Of just get my head around everything. But I do walk around first of all in my boxer shorts. Oh. Okay. What? No, seriously, I, I walk around in my boxer shorts and then I put on the socks, okay, and walk around like that. Okay. The short has to go on after that, okay? Okay. And then the left leg of the pants first, right? And then the right leg. Okay. And if any of this ritual 
doesn't happen? Do you feel like you're off your yeah, game to- then? Totally, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very much like that. I'm very much like that. I'm kind of superstitious in a funny-ish, yeah. not weird way, if you know what I mean. But yeah. have you done that from the very first yeah, year that yeah, you presented totally it? totally like, yeah. And it, it all came from, uh, and I learned this, I think, the first or second year where you're rehearsing all day and you're, it's a busy time down there but you're rehearsing all day and then uh, you go and you take a shower around uh, five o'clock because I used to go to sleep then in the evening I go to sleep between three and five every evening a little power nap yeah for oh. about an hour and a half maybe so I get up around five o'clock and uh, I took a shower and the first year I was roasting I was absolutely oh. roasting. I said, my God, I'm roasting going out here. What's wrong with me? Yeah. And then I realised, oh my God, you idiot, you took a hot shower. <laughs> of course you're roasting. <laughs> there I was thinking I was hot stuff. But I was hot in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so then, so that, that's where the whole lying around in my boxer shorts came to actually cool myself down. So I, uh, so that's how it started. But I got into this ritual then of even pulling up the socks right <laughs> over my ankles. It's stupid like. But anyway, but it makes me feel good. And also, like, obviously the first yeah. year went so well and they, they called you back again. Yeah. So you thought, well, that worked that I, have, worked, I have to yeah. do it again and, and you know what, Sean, I'm, I'm very very like that say mm. something yeah, works yeah. like and that. I think you know, say for example for people listening to this and if they have to get over a hurdle right mm-hmm. and yeah. you know sometimes when you look back and you say to yourself oh my god I've done this before all of a sudden becomes okay oh jeez yes. oh, I, I have done this before yeah. and you get a small bit of confidence yeah. out of that and sometimes go, going through it the first time can be small but frightening but exciting as well and I think it's up to do you want it? Which one do you want to tap into? Yes. Mm-hmm. Say with the rose, it's really it's a huge show and everything. But really, it's me chatting to another lady on stage. Yes. And that's it, like. And what could go wrong? I always said something going wrong for me and something going wrong for a bomb disposal expert has two different outcomes. Yes, and, absolutely. And, and really, it's, 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 it's yeah. as simple as that. And uh, so I go out on stage now, so lads, you can all follow me now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, do you know what? What could go wrong? Well, somebody can come on stage and frighten the life out of you. He's not supposed to be. That has happened a few years ago. Oh, yeah, 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 um, Have you ever announced the wrong winner? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't believe you asked that question. Oh, God. This is, right, since your man Harvey, what's his name? Wine. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, Steve that's Harvey. it. A different guy show. No, oh, yeah. to- totally, I'm glad totally we went home with that, that, that Harvey. Uh, Steve Harvey uh, at the Miss World oh, or yeah, Universe, yeah, yeah, yeah. one yes. of the two, I get mixed up between the two of them, called out the wrong name. I, ha- I always had a little fear of it, right? Yes. But since he did that, oh my God. Um, like it is one of these things that you'll actually wake it'll wake me out of my sleep. Oh, but you know Cold what the sweats. thing is, when you think about yeah. it, if you did it, it wouldn't even be your fault because it's the the, the name that you're fed or that you're given to it, on an envelope. But it's you it that takes you, the blame. You, you, you take the hit. Mm. So the way we do it now, and I genuinely do not know the winner of the Rose of Tralee until I open okay. the envelope. Okay. That the director gives me the name in the ear as well. Or actually, the place like this year or last year was Limerick. Right. Very solid, Limerick. <laughs> Lim Rick, right? Can't get it right. And uh, because, like, say, you're building up to the whole. That's the whole point of the yeah. thing, guys, and you're you're going for it. Yeah. So, but to answer your question, yeah, I, I get very worried about it. <laughs> but and now I just brought back his fear. Look, once you keep putting on the socks in the right breathe, way, the boxers in the right can't way, breathe. walking around the room, you're grand. <laughs> well, my question is, um, has anybody ever walked in on you in those boxers and shorts and just gone, oh god, oh god? Yeah, Rita. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's loud. That's said, oh loud. my god. Ooh, all right. It was followed by an all right. Oh then yeah. She, then she, then she left the room. <laughs> 
keep taking the piss out of me. Well, it's worked for you. Lucas, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Now, you mentioned Rita there. Yes. Falling in love. Yes. First love. Tell us, when did you realise this is the woman I am going to marry and be with her the rest of my life? Okay, um, I was a judge on the Rose of Tralee when Rita was in the competition Mm. in 2008. She was the New Jersey Rose and uh, with my hand in my heart, uh, Rita came in in a red dress. I'll never forget it. She was very tanned at the time as well. And she had one leg over the other and she was answering questions. I said, oh my God, this one's beautiful, right? (gasps) I said, this one is really beautiful. So then the other judges were asking the serious questions. I said, your parents from County Clare, are they a Milton Malbay? Do you know about the Willie Clancy week? So we were chatting about that. So we kind of hit it off. So go for So that was in August. So that was August, Okay. So maybe about two or three months later, we sent each other a message. Oh, how are you doing on Facebook? Mm. You know, so then it came back. So then we were I was probably getting a message. We were messaging each other maybe once a, once a week, right? Mm. Had there been, like, had there been a moment? No, no, no kiss, no, no. nothing. No, oh, God, no, honest to God, no, okay. nothing at all. So maybe every two weeks, message, oh, how are you keeping all this type of stuff? Then that went to once a week over a few months. And then it went to every day and then it went a few times a day mm-hmm. so we, we were kind of we, she came over to Ireland then probably maybe about nine maybe about eight or nine months later and uh, that's when we kind of got it together really we just we, we kissed each other oh. now come on you, yeah. can't, you can't just gloss over that bit come on like how did it no, happen no, yeah, where were you well, well, the, well the, the other bit was just kind of was on Facebook really so I was getting to know somebody on Facebook yeah. but we were I suppose before we started going on we were friends before anything else happened mm. But then, like say, then we kissed and then we kind of said to each other, look, where is this kind of going? Like, because you're in America, mm. I'm here. Mm. So, but there was no contact then for a while. So we kind of said, look, we'll just leave it like, and I was just, just kind of saying, okay, okay. And then she was kind of saying the same thing, but we weren't telling each other. And then as it happened, a message came out of the blue, right? Yeah. So then we started messaging each other again, messaging each other again. We were chatting away. And uh, so I was going off to America to do a show for TG Carr called Though Here Highway 1 or something. One oh, no, Highway 1, yeah. <laughs> so we were stopping in New York. So we two days off in, in about seven weeks. So we were supposed to be off in Boston and North Carolina. And I said, no, nah, we should get off in New York there. We should take a day off in New York. <laughs> Detour. Detour. But we were going through New York, but we just wanted to stay there. So anyway, we, we met up that time and that was it. Uh, we finished the trip. I came, back to Mer- I came back to New York for six days, interviewed Burt Reynolds in between. What? So we got to finish early because he's so cool. <laughs> so I uh, came back to New York and then we were, I was over, I was probably coming over to America once, uh, once every three weeks for a few days for a weekend. And then we said, look, what do you think? So she moved over in 2010, 10 years ago. She moved for love. So she left her life, everything behind her, family and everything, as in everyone. And do you guys go over often now? Oh, yeah, for example. No, for example, yeah. Her parents are coming now next week again, so they'd come maybe about twice a year. Rita and Michal would go to America for maybe about a month or two during the summer. I see. It was a lot easier when Michal wasn't in school. Yeah, you're uh, tied. You're tied now, which is great as well. But you have a lot of family over there as well. But uh, with her, was it it that thing of, this is just different? I just know that she is somebody that I see myself with. Yeah, totally, like, yeah, honestly. Like, we've, we've all been in relations before and... I, I still maintain, look, I took the best part of those relations and I move forward, mm-hmm. I think, which is a good and healthy thing yeah, to do. Yeah, lovely. And uh, yeah, you'd like to have lots of good things and I took them and it was just totally different with Rita. It was, she was just somebody that I got on with. See, I, we knew each other before anything really happened. Yeah. 
do you know there was no kind of uh, one night stand and then oh sure how, how are you keeping them? Mm. like we were good friends before anything happened it was organic as well because yeah, it, it doesn't seem like, like yeah. it was forced at all no. it was just you know you were chatting away and yeah. then it naturally developed but I love the fact that you mentioned her tan that's the first thing men see isn't it yeah. She, yeah, she was tan she and she was in a red tan. Yeah. but I do think that's what, that's true about the whole like basis of a relationship yeah, is totally. friendship and like Trish yeah. and I have talked yeah. about this on yeah. Girl Talk many times like we both met our partners I met my partner in this very building mm-hmm. I worked with him <laughs> and uh, we were friends for like eight months before we got together yeah. because you get to know a person it, yeah. it, it means a lot and particularly when the hits the fan if you know what I mean like, mm-hmm. and then you could the, the cracks can appear very very yeah. fast if that foundation if that uh, friendship foundation isn't there so yeah. and then like say you go on to get married then we get we were going off she was here for a year then we got engaged the following year on the day of the Munster final uh, and uh, I love how you remember the detail <laughs> well, I, well I said if Kerry beat Cartwright by more than three points I'll ask her to marry me right so you did not I did, 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 my god he's so superstitious but Kerry did beat Cartwright by three points anyway so, so you're in go form so, but anyway so I was there so I Asked her, I said it to her father. I know people think, oh, you shouldn't be asking people's fathers, no, should they? She's a woman herself. Hang on a second, you know, each to their own. Mm. Yeah. I said, it was it was a thing out of respect for her dad to make sure that he was happy and everything. Yeah. And I know Rita wouldn't have been happy if I'd have asked her if I hadn't asked her father first. Oh. And for people who are in between... Will I or won't I being 2020 or people saying, oh, you live back in the 50s. It is totally up to you. You, If you know the person you're going to ask to marry, you know whether you should ask their father. And by the way, I said it to her mother as well before. And 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 her mother said, get the... Out of here, right? <laughs> You're not having my she didn't baby girl. Me. I said, I said, I'm going to ask her tomorrow. She said, right, get the... That's what she said. No. Said, we can swear here. It's all good. Oh, no, no. She said, prefer. She said what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so, um, didn't I, you really? Yeah, she, she didn't believe me. Did she you die, though? Were you I, like, she, oh, She God. was roaring laughing. She was ho- I think she I think, I think she was hoping it was true. Aww. But... Um, <laughs> so then uh, we went to a place called Weehawken. Okay. Very next, it's near Hoboken. It's in New Jersey. And if you go to Weehawken, you, it's right across the river so you can see the skyline. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's where I first told her I loved her. Stop you all romantic. Oh my God. I can't die. So that's what I did. Yeah, I went down oh. on one knee and, and asked her in Irish and she answered me in Irish. You asked oh. her in yeah, Irish? Yeah, but I told her before if I was ever going to ask you, I said, I'm going to ask you in Irish and you, I'm giving you two options, posig or knee posig. So I gave her the opt out clause if she didn't want to. You'll have to explain both to me now. So it's what yes or no. Yes oh. or no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yes Got or no. The there was no in between. <laughs> to show so, oh, um, that's so sweet. But so it, yeah. That, like there's nothing more special than a proposal that is meant yeah, for totally. the actual person. Yeah. Like that you know, and as you said about asking the parents, like what's right for you? And you knew that, that she would yeah, respect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But like say it's, 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 it's like, like it's like when we all came it's a boy you think oh my god you're so shocked like there was only yes or no like there was in there yeah. a boy or a girl like how could he be shocked it's either going to be one or the other <laughs> you know and uh, so yeah it, it was a, a really really nice time uh, just to be in America there was, it was just the two of us for a long time and would you consider then Rita your first love uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, she's the first person I, 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 I asked to marry me so that is and yeah. the first person I married. So yeah, one hundred percent in that sense of the whole thing. It's but, that but like true love. Thing. But when you're yeah. thirteen, you think you're. In, I thought I was in love when I was thirteen, fourteen as well. Oh you know? yeah, <laughs> and we all did. Like you know, it's so a different kind of love. I think love is kind of evolving. It is like you know? and, and say some some love is gone. 
as fast as it comes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I don't, yeah. the, the real love stays. Like, mm. but I like what you said as well that you take those kind of previous relationships with you, and you, well, you take the good you parts. The, yeah. Like, and you don't take the people or, or anything with you, but you take the good parts of, of, of you know, say, maybe I should have done this a bit better. And it's it's not about them. It's not about the people you went out with. It's mm. about you. And you like say you could say, okay, maybe I should have just just kind of pulled back a small bit there or maybe I should have been more active in this and you just, you think about these yeah. things and you, you, you're improving yourself and it's not anything to do with your I suppose the other people it's about you yeah. and how you are that time and th- and how you take that forward and whether it be good or bad we always learn something from past relationships we do, we do. And, th- and that's yeah. the thing like say so you'll be saying whoa I'm totally staying away from that the next time mm-hmm. like, like I'm n- not going into uh, into room and with a gun and <laughs> <laughs> that's total no 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 we'll be doing that again <laughs> well you, you speak um, such wisdom oh, well. we've got to talk as part of our sexy seven questions we've got to talk about your previous jobs and Trish yes. and I have talked about you know the most random jobs that we've ever done in our lives and I worked in a laser eye clinic and I lasted eight hours and then I quit <laughs> because they brought me in to see Four the blind actual- people later. <laughs> yeah. mm. They brought me in to see the surgery and I thought I was going to puke so I walked out again and um, that was probably my most random job. I know you've you've pretty much done it all. Teacher, butcher, yeah. bouncer, ferry driver, around the Blasket Islands and even a stint as a ringmaster with mm-hmm. Duffy Circus which can I just say like I can really imagine you. I think if, if this TV thing doesn't work out you can totally go back to that. You just you're built the, for the ringmaster. Yeah, yeah. The, the ringmaster thing. The, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the ringmaster thing was a funny one because I got a call from uh, some Irish language organisation that I can't think of now. Basically, loads of girls' schools there, and they wanted to set up activities for children, uh, for the girls' school children mm. outside of school. Okay. So somebody came up with, you know what, it'd be great uh, if we had a circus and the whole thing was in Irish. No. For a whole circus to be in Irish, all it takes is one person speaking Irish yeah. to have the whole thing in Irish. Yeah. It's that simple. Okay. Because the clown doesn't talk and everyone else <laughs> is jumping on top of whatever and where you go. So somebody asked me would I be interested and I said, my God, this is a very, very peculiar course. I said, I want to do it. Yeah. So it was in Mullingar the first one. It was around St. Patrick's Day, probably 2003 or four. Mm. So anyway, I got a call the following day. The, the first day is sold out. Will you do another day? I said, I will, right? So this went on. We did four shows in a row, all Oscar Island, right? We were chatting. I was chatting away. Basically, the real ringmaster was standing next to me. I was standing next to him in his suit, tails, hat and everything. He was giving me the line in English and I was translating it directly in Irish, right? That's and cool. that's how the first no two way. or three worked out. So essentially, that's improv. So that's really what it was <laughs> oh like. Yeah, but, gosh, but that's mad. Everyone got it. There was 400 kids inside there every day nice. and they loved it. So we started doing a good few of them, right? All And they were all booked up and I... I started. I didn't need your man next to me anymore because I knew what was coming, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I just had a lot of fun with Duffy's Circus. It was brilliant. Oh. It was fantastic. So it was a kind of a win-win for everyone. Yeah. The kids were seeing that you can speak Irish outside of school in a normal way. Like in, fu- in a fun way. In yeah, a yeah. fun way. And like we didn't even go to the Goethe theories. We were in Mullingar, we were in Loud, we were in Dublin, we were in Innes, we were all over the place. So it was great. You need more stuff like that because we, I do uh, think, you know, the kids nowadays just think it's, oh, I don't want to learn yeah. it. But if you yeah. pr- bring it to them in that kind of way, of course they're going to be interested. Yeah. It's, it's like say, I remember teaching years ago. I was teaching for a very sm- short while and I, I, was t- first, I was in with first years. Mm. And so I said, right, so today, lads, Tommy Dick Fiechent SpongeBob SquarePants, right? <laughs> so I was showing, I showed them an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants in Irish. They thought it was hilarious, yeah. right? It was all in Irish, but I, I asked them simple questions. They were all answering the questions, so they were learning stuff as they were going along without even knowing. Ah, this, is a, this is a great dust, that SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> it just happened to be in Irish. Nice. So I think there are loads of different ways you can you can do it, and that was only just one of them. Yeah, mm. and, and like obviously that's up there. But what was your most random or I, peculiar? Or the, the peculiar one was probably the circus, really, because. 
just even the word circus is kind of peculiar in its yeah. own. Like, say, I worked in the ferry boats out of the Blasket Islands. That was a good while ago as well. I was a butcher when I was going to school. Um, I didn't really want to finish school. Never didn't think I was kind of good enough, yeah. funnily enough. And then I remember being inside in a freezer one morning, putting a load of meat into mincer going, you know, lads, there must be an easier way than this. You there's know? something better out there. Yeah, there's something better. And then, you know, I kind of started believing myself. But I always, like one of the reasons, one of the things I liked about being a teacher was I could kind of spot one or two fellas like myself who just needed to be guided a small bit. Yeah. Right. Just you needed somebody to say, look, boss. Yeah. There's, there's something inside in you like, and to be told that as young fellas is a very very strong thing because lots of people fall through the cracks and people don't kind of communicate properly I remember talking to Small Sochet one day uh, who went on to play for Kerry and he was talking about a particular manager who had this kind of mentality where everyone come on lads we're all here together mm. and Tomas was he, he said to me look I was one of those fellas I just needed some fella to pull me to the corner to say X, Y and Z just to be explained in a, in a different way yeah. and um, so I kind of needed that and I got that really towards the end of uh, secondary school then I, re- then I went back to, then I wanted to become a teacher for a fellow who didn't even want to do my leaving cert <laughs> in the first like, place I told my mother uh, she said look just just do your junior cert so I did the junior cert this is the first year of the junior cert by the way in 1992 oh. no way before that it was the inter cert oh. oh yeah so then my mother said look do fifth year because there was no transition year that time so I just do fifth year. So I did fifth year. Look, just do sixth year. I said, okay, here we go. Because you really hated it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I just, I just wasn't happy. Mm. I, I think that was say ninety four, and say if you look at five years before that, people who would have been in school, maybe sixty percent would have went to college, and forty mm. yeah. would even fifty fifty maybe even more. Mm. And five years after the year two thousand, ninety five percent of people went to school. So it was yeah. in that kind of twilight era. What do you do? And then people were going off to American stuff like mm. this. We we had American passports from our parents as well, so that was that was never an issue for us as well. So it was always an option. Always an option, yeah. And did you ever think of the TV thing as a possible N- career? It no. never entered never. your head. Really? Because no. I actually thought maybe when you thought, okay, this school thing isn't working out, I'm great at talking. Because obviously, I feel like you you you, you always yeah. assume you had that but, personality. But they, in but they, but like, say, if you look back and say, to, in ninety four, three, four, and five, you had RT one and two television. There was no TV three or Virgin. Yeah. Media, yeah. right? Uh, TG Carr wasn't there. Yeah. If you look at local radios, I remember say Radio Kerry uh, was probably going for a few years that time. But like, it really wasn't an option. Yeah. So I'd, I'd have never have even thought about going onto TV. Like, say I was working on the boats out of the blasters. Some fella said, "Look, will you be interested in doing the weather?" I said, "What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean doing the weather?" Like, I said, "No, go on on TV." <laughs> and there was a kind of a, "Are yeah. you serious?" Like, like, so anyway, I was finished with those boats, and I was teaching for the for the, for the for the winter and when you start off teaching as a lot of your listeners know it isn't great so then I said jeez I'll chance this thing so I went up to Banlahow and I said ah jeez lads I don't know about this stuff at all like you know so I was teaching in Cork at the time and part time teaching so then I fell into it and then it kind of came easy enough mm. then the following year they gave me a full time job and then I haven't worked since <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is not true I love that now when you did start the TV side of things, did you think I'm I'm totally out of my element here? Or, was it a natural thing? Did you just you know you yeah, found I, it. I, I was fascinated by it really. Yeah. In one sense, like Jesus, they put me on television. First of all, that's, if they all knew how, how easy this was, like you know. <laughs> but the, yeah, there was an element of that. But I suppose if you look at where I started over twenty years ago, mm. doing continuity and weather, like that gives like you're live on the TV with that stuff. 
and then you get offered different shows like say music award shows and then uh, later on I went off to do say, some travel shows they're all a good foundation mm. for where I was going yeah. didn't realise where I was going like I, like I said people to present the roads of Tralee like I'd have thought you were bonkers like <laughs> I remember when Ray Darcy had given up the roads of Tralee I got a call that morning from someone to say do you know that Darcy's hanging up his tux I said but why are you telling me that <laughs> You just hadn't entered your it's head like that, that you would even be an option. I, I was just kind of strolling along going, this is good old crack, lads. I was a judge a few times. That's, that's yeah. fine. Like, have a few drinks down in Tralee. Let's have like, this doesn't work at all. And all of a sudden you get the gig like. I was out that's in Maine insane. doing a show for TG Carr inside in a restaurant, inside in a, a hotel room at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, the, Eddie Dive from RT called me and said, you got the gig. And I was screaming inside the room and no one could hear me like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it all happened fast because I got the Rose of Tralee. Rita moved over and I left a full-time job on TG Carr to go on a show called The Daily Show on RT. My life changed within around three weeks. As oh in, I was mad. Like, why did I do it? Like, 2010, Jesus, the whole place was fucked. Yeah, the yeah. country was on its yeah. knees. Jesus, like, it was just like... But like, you're but brave in some sense. Because I was, like, I was, Tashal, I this didn't even enter my head. This didn't even enter my head, like... Autopilot, like, you're just doing it. You were just like, it. I'm but doing like, it. I look back now thinking I was a, an idiot, like... As in... We all we all heard the news in twenty uh, yep. zero eight zero nine and zero ten. I I leave a full time job, yeah. pension and everything, to go off on my own, Contract. take a chance. Like that's incredible. But then I how could you inspiring. how could you turn down the opportunity to front you know the daytime yeah. show on RT? How could you couldn't? You would look back now and go, well, why did I do well, that? See, well, There's see, no then, way. But you I was wouldn't. living in Galway then as well, so I had to move to Dublin. So there was lots of different things, and it all just happened very very fast. And all of a sudden, ten years later, I'm sitting here on the afternoon. <laughs> And I'm still on the road of Tralee. So, um, yeah, it's one of those, it, like, say, to answer your question, I suppose, yeah, it'd be, it would be very, very hard to, turn, to have turned yeah. it down. Mm. And there was an element of going on RT1 television as well, which would have been totally appealing. But, like, TG Carr had agreed to leave me do the roads of Tralee mm. while staying in TG Carr. Like, oh. So I could have. So then th- that was another dilemma. So, yeah, keep the full-time job and have the big gig in the summer yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And you know yourself, once I set a priest in one year, they'd have to leave you do the second, third and fourth and fifth year. <laughs> it kind of feels a little bit like, you know, you just fell into it, right? Yeah, but yeah. obviously you're a worker and that's got, gotten you yeah. to where yeah. you are now. But when, did you always believe in yourself as a presenter? Did you believe that I, I am capable, I am able to do this? There are days I still don't, I, I, like say, I, I read AP McCoy, the Jockey Champion Jockey's book, and mm. it's the only time I will ever compare myself to such a sports legend, right? Yeah. And uh, he was riding in some 2000 pound race and win Canton for example right the second last race wouldn't mean nothing at all to him like the man who won all the big things right mm. this was in a cold winter's day in November say. Mm. and uh, he was riding the snow hopper of a horse and still came off the horse he was pissed off that he didn't do better on the horse that probably wouldn't have won on its best day Yeah. and all he wanted to do the following morning was to go out and ride a horse and ride a winner again that's what I feel even with the even with the Today Show there are some days I'll, I'll always check myself okay I should have done better there like, and okay. all I want to do then is come out the following day go live again just to correct what I saw as something but that no one else would have yeah. even batted an eyelid at uh, and that's part of like saying, no matter whether you're a presenter or a teacher or anything, it's always good to check yourself. But don't beat yourself up over it. Like yeah. the best thing about a live radio or a TV show, it's gone. Yeah, it is gone. And like no one will ever, ever draw it down to you again. It's you in your own mind, and it's how you kind of decipher all that stuff, and it's how you kind of compartmentalize that type of stuff that will make you get on. But I still hold myself account to, as in I could have done better. Like. But what's special about that is the fact that you actually care. Like yeah. you love your job enough to care about 
making yeah. it better each day. You, you, but you, you have to, otherwise yeah. you just get stale. And um, like we're looking with the show at the moment, this year the show is a lot lighter than today's show. And there's a great amount of fun in that yeah. as well. Like, you know, so the heavy stuff is gone, lots of it anyway. And it just makes it easier to go out and enjoy yourself. And when you're enjoying yourself on screen or on the radio, mm. uh, people at home are enjoying themselves yeah. as well. And uh, I think that's people forget that sometimes. I think you explained that really, really well because I remember um, interviewing a, a top journalist and I remember her telling me that she's still still suffered from awful imposter syndrome and I just found it incredible I was like what you've written some of the biggest stories and she was like yes this is something I still deal with but the way you said it there Mm. you know Every day, just keep going. Yeah, that's like, it. There, there's no point in stopping and kind of, no. you know. Yeah, but there are days when you will stop because, say, for example, say if it happens and if you're having a bad day, say, yeah. if, say if Michal is sick at home or if Rita's unwell, and you go to dwell on it. But I suppose the point I'm making is that it's a natural part of yeah. life. Yeah. It's like, say, and you will get over it be it after five or ten minutes or maybe an hour. Sometimes it takes two mm-hmm. hours to shake something yeah. up. And that's, that's everyone. And all of a sudden, this has come into... This has become part of mental health now. Yeah. And I'm thinking, hang on a second. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to disagree with anyone because everyone has their own different levels of it. But like to me, it's normal life. Like, yeah. What yeah. I'd say is, yeah, that's just a normal part of my life and I get on with it. Another person might say, Jesus, does that person have mental health issues? Well, I suppose if you put everything into that melting pot, everyone does. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so we all have different levels of it. And, you know, that's fine. And mm. people, and I know people, it's kind of a cool thing to say, oh, it's, everything's fine now. But you know what? You know yourself. People listen, they will know themselves what, where your own level mm. is. Like when you go underwater, when you can stick your yeah. head up yeah. again. And just, if, like say, I think we all had a kind of a natural thing before to kind of fight this off and to move on mm, I yeah. think we can dwell on things a little mm. longer now I think that comes from social media I think there's a bit of anxiety with the phone comparison and kind of there's a comparison thing there but you know what like I don't give two hoots what the neighbours doing mm. like say once I come into my own patch at home me, Rita and Michal like even after the Rose it's really one of the biggest gigs of the year all I want is to come home gates closed three of us right who's making the tea like just and, normal life and that's yeah. it like I, I was there last year going yeah better cut the garden it's going to be raining tomorrow like there I was in a pair of Wellingtons like, and I was in a tuxedo that 12 hours before it like, but that's life so but I like think you've taken off that hat and you're back into just but, regular but I'm yeah. dead like, I'm dead I'm, yeah. I'm dead to me hall like, you know, I'm a husband to read yeah. like, they are like I don't give like, work is work like, people say oh you're on television work, that's, that's paying the bills like. yeah. the yeah. main thing you're a dad like you, your family or yeah. everything. Whole, like, we take, speak take, about this so take often. Take the family away like. Yeah. Like, the only thing I did like, to, what, I, what I was really happy about myself was say talking about say making a booboo on air again the booboo that I only see and that you mightn't shake off for a few hours right and only in the last two years I can go into my hall close the door and we're chatting with the two of us like and for the first time in my life I can actually and I thought I could never do this I'll admit I thought I could never pull this off but everything stays outside the room oh. as in living in the moment something like I could be in doing an interview like this now thinking jeez I made a ball to that this morning there now yeah 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 so I'm having two different conversations yeah. like and, you know but with him I can actually block it all off that's really it's brilliant it's, you know it's one of, the, one of the things I've learned I don't know did I learn it or did I just stumble upon it but anyway it works and it's brilliant it does but kids I, I would think because kids don't really pay attention to the outside no. world so they're able to like almost bring you back to being yeah. that innocent self yeah. they don't he doesn't care he, you're dad yeah. to him so he doesn't you no. know he's not going to be saying dad how his work or maybe he would but not, not in the all. sense that well like say, for example no, right, half six the last morning yeah. he comes in he's going to be six on St. Patrick's Day like how lucky was Rita really yeah. married an Irish t- TV personality right I give her a baby on Patrick's Day like, like what else can I do for her right 
But uh, oh, that's a joke. <laughs> well, kind of. So anyway, Michal comes in at half six in the morning, right? Mm. And he says, Dad, Dad. I said, what, Michal? Dad, can you fart out through your willy? <laughs> right? And I said, Michal, you can't. Well, I did. And he walks away and you're going, my God, this is brilliant. That's my this son, everybody. Him. That is this my son. Is That's him. my boy. <laughs> well. No. So there we go. The second coming is a carry man. Oh, do you know what? Brilliant. They just bring you back oh, down to earth. Like, you yeah, an absolute yeah. bang. But they also make you live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing yeah. more mindful than yeah, living with great. a child. Yeah, and do you know what? And uh, But sometimes, you know, you're looking into their head going, my God, what's rattling around inside there? Yeah. You know? As in, what's making this fella tick? And all of a sudden, yeah. is it kind of like yeah. Homer Simpson where the monkeys are eating things off, the, off each other's heads? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or is there a little, the, the, the little, um, the poodle dog, the fluffy, when he goes yeah. after? And, uh, but it's brilliant, like, but it does bring you back. But yeah. and all, all jokes aside, like, it really kind of you realise what your own parents went through. Like, oh my god! And that's only kind of dawning me really in the last couple of oh, months. Going, Jeez. I apologise to my mom regularly. I go, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm, I had no idea what you went Not through. I had no, yeah. I, like, from day one, I'm so sorry. But yeah, it just gives you a whole new perspective yeah, on everything. Yeah, a good one though. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, epic yeah. fails. Oh yeah. We're I kind of feel like we're going to bring the tone down. No, epic no, fails. because listen, I don't consider failure a, a thing that people no. should like run away from or not talk about because I do think that's what makes you the person you are yeah. at the end of the day. But is there something that you thought, I have absolutely made a balls of this and it took you a while to kind of get out of that? And what was the lesson maybe you learned from it? Uh, epic fails... Ah, gee, that's that, that's a, that's a good one now. Uh, we- I, I know what you're talking about, uh, and you alluded earlier on to the show we're going to do right down yeah. in Kerry, mm-hmm. and I'd have a fear that that could be an epic mm. balls. <laughs> no, as in that. Oh my God, what if people don't come to the shows and stuff like mm. that? But. Um, you can't get into that frame of mind before something and thankfully there are tickets being sold at the moment yes. so that's good like, but, but like it would have been when you put yeah. yourself out there and like you have to back yourself sometimes right yeah. you have like say for example it's easy enough to come in into the Today Show to hand you the script there yeah. you go it's grand enough to walk onto the stage of the Rose of Trilly when you know everything's happening yeah. but sometimes when you go out on a limb and kind of do things that yourself that you think will work. You're yeah. pretty sure they will work, but we all have these moments going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But, yeah. but you just have to turn the maybe around. Yeah. But I don't think you're the kind of person that will ever just sit back and go, oh, right. that's where I'm at now and I'll just stay here nice and cosy. No, you have to You have to keep changing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Say, for example, I'd love to write a play, right? I'd love to write a play. I have a play in the back of my head. I've all, it all structured up, but I just haven't it written down. Trish mm. and I do a bit of acting yeah. on the hands <laughs> well, We've been known to uh, grace the stage, yeah. yeah. Go on, no, keep listen, talking. I'm just taking down your <laughs> details here and all while I'm at it. So, like, I want to do that, right? Okay. So, like, that's one of the things about the stage of 2020. Okay, just, just make a difference in 2020. Mm. There's, there's two big things I'm going to do in 2020. One of them is hopefully pull off three crackers of a show as in Yeah, Kerry. and you will. The second thing is to go to the dentist. Are you? Oh, well, are that you is scared an epic of going to the dentist? Oh when was the what? last time you went to the dentist? Uh, around twenty years ago. I'm no. actually touching at uh, you. Real, re- real dentist now, as in I've, I've gotten them cleaned twice or three times in the last twenty years, like yeah. But have that you had them checked? So I have, yeah, but nothing like say, so I'm going to get knocked out, like. You, I, you. I, I, yeah, I, I'm going to get a fella to knock me out and do the whole thing in one go. Can't do it. Get are you sick. in pain? Ah. Oh. Oh. I, 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 How are you okay, doing Okay, very simple. Like, and I know lots of people listening to this will say, okay, I, when I was 17 years of age, right, I got a two, I was pulling a tooth, right, I got two injections, okay. He was, the, the dentist had his knee in my chest as he oh, was pulling God. it down, right. He snapped the tooth in my mouth. Right? Oh, God. He gave me two more injections. He got the drill to separate the roots and oh. pulled out the two of them. 
Jeez. Thank you very much. Oh That's my right. God! No, no, so you're traumatized. I'd puke. I'd puke all over him or her. <laughs> You'll have to be knocked out. You'll do, have do, to. Yeah. The only way to do it. And I, I, I have a person. Finally, a person. I call up one of these fancy places. Right? Oh yeah, we put you to sleep. You do in your ass. You <laughs> Give me, knock me off. If I woke, if I, I catch a fellow by the throat, if I, if I woke up mid, I'm mid you, operation. I'm telling you, if they're doing it, and I, I'm going to say to them, if you find anything else inside there, do it. I'll pay for it later, boy. Oh. No way in the world. Out, good night, and God bless. So we're <laughs> in, like, that. you know, we've started the year off. When do you see yourself going? Like, give us a date. Well, we need to I'd know. Say, we need to be um, here for you. I'm going to be doing that, I'd say, in June. Before the rose, oh, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, you'll yeah, be yeah, sorted. June, say early June, I want to get it out of the way. He'll come um, out yeah. with veneers on I the studios and Chalene, like <laughs> big white <laughs> nashers. But uh, no, I'm, I'm frightened. So oh, an epic fade in my own. Yeah. Well, I don't see it as a fade. I'm just shitless of the whole thing. To be well, honest. you had a really traumatic yeah, experience. That was and to be honest, yeah. I think that would kind of so, scar me for life as yeah, well. But no, that kind of stuff. But um, if I got that done, I'd actually be really... Pr- I know this is... I know, yeah. I'd be proud of myself of being a total wuss, <laughs> right? But still... Like, I, it, it'll be... Like, for, OK, I did get my teeth cleaned and whitened for our wedding, right? OK. OK, and I was on the chair for 40 minutes, right? And I, I, I had to change my T-shirt out in the car, right? I was oh sweating so much. Oh. And I went back and Rita saw me in the coach and I fell asleep for two and a half hours <laughs> after. You were so traumatised. And all he was doing was cleaning my teeth. Like. <laughs> he was wrecked. It really worked him up. He needed was, the rest I, I, after. I'm, honest to God, I was absolutely panned out. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder is there anyone listening to this that's going to offer you know that, that they really know what they're doing and can deal with like this level of anxiety around no, th- this is not anxiety this. this is sleepy sleepy okay no anxiety I'm going to sleep <laughs> to no 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 blacked out no, no, seriously. do you know what it is you should probably get hypnotised before you do something like that like no. maybe try a bit of hypnotherapy no. you know he just wants the drugs no, no, the, the, the drugs <laughs> that's it like sorry do you know and do you know I'm, like, even if I was hung over now I'd never take a paracetamol or anything like that mm. this is the only time Go Lash away. it into me, lads. Fair I'm enough. Going for, I'm, going, I'm going snoozies. <laughs> well, enough. speaking of your teeth, and they have nothing to do with this next subject, but how do you deal with the whole, and you're going to say, no, I'm not, but the whole sex symbol, heartthrob element of what you do? Or you just have to take it on the chest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Do you love it, though? Ah, uh, listen, like, I remember years ago. He's going bright red right now. I got two, I got two awards years ago uh, around... 2006 and seven is Ireland's, Ireland's sexiest TV star. Two so years in a row. Two in a row. That must be nice. Listen, it was unbelievable. Now they hold the the the, the Tyler rolls inside in the jacks. Like, <laughs> listen, it was always a bit. It was all, all jokes. It was always a bit of fun, and yeah. that was it. Like, and people, I never went nah, home thinking take it I was uh, not. It. You couldn't like. Jesus, if I went home to my mother, telling her I was good looking, said Jesus, <laughs> she'd boot you up the arse. Like. <laughs> and would Rita be the same? I thought it would take no notice at all. Yeah, of it, yeah, right? yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ah. But it was like say I, I got a gossy as sort of somebody else on the same night oh, there a yeah, few weeks yeah, ago yeah. you've <coughs> just given me a fl- I know you both have gossies delighted <laughs> but it, you just gave me a flashback um, to the gossy picture that you posted the next day so obviously you hanging out in your boxers and your socks is a regular occurrence I thought it was, oh. I thought it was at the Rose of Tralee <laughs> wrong venue it, it's always a good night lads when you wake up with just a pair of socks on in your box just thinking jeez I was so drunk I couldn't even get the socks off well uh, they were sending me videos from the dance floor and they were like so Dahi is having the absolute you were I, I just time. wanted yeah. to be there. I had a great time, and yeah. to be, like genuinely, like I saw, I saw Nicky Bourne there. When you see Nicky Bourne in the room, saying, "Okay, he's going up," not that I thought I had any chance before or anything. To be honest, I, I just go to these things for a bit of fun. Yeah, and it's a nice night out it's away nice from night. work. And you know, you catch up with people you haven't seen in ages. Yeah. And uh, so, 
Yeah, I won the award. I was, I, and you know, all you can say what you. I was delighted. I was delighted. Sure, it's fantastic. I won it. it was brilliant. Like, the yeah. lovely thing about the Gossies is it's voted by the people. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. you know you're getting yeah. the real deal. You know, it's not a panel of five yeah. that have decided you are hot. It's the yeah. country yeah, yeah. that is ah, deciding no, good, that like, you're hot. I was dancing all night though when I when <laughs> when I kept looking, seeing things on social media the following morning going crap. Oh, the fear. I told no. me I was in bed at ah, half no. 11. <laughs> Four o'clock morning. Let's go party. <laughs> I, yeah, I just looked and went, I want to go on a night out with him. He looks yeah, like the best fun. crack ever. Yeah, Do you ever Google yourself? Go on, tell us the truth. Google myself. Yeah. Um, I'd Google myself if uh, coming up to the Rose of Tralee just to make sure that all the stuff that we've done has... The press stuff. The like, press yeah. stuff that has ah. landed where it was supposed to. Other than that, I've, I've no real interest in myself, to be honest. Okay. So no <laughs> alerts. I know a lot of people who have their alerts yeah. on to their yeah. name. So no Dahi O'Shea set to your Google alerts. No, there. I think Rita no. might have it all right, though. Okay. If I'm being honest, I think I think she <laughs> yeah. does. Just in case anything kind of crazy or weird or you never bad, know. bad comes up. But I'd kind of check it just for, particularly around the roads of Trillia Press, because you do all of it just to make sure it's all out there when it's out there. Because you try to have different things for different papers and stuff like that. So. Yeah. I have to say, it seems very like from what we've looked at, it's 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 really lovely. It's all very positive. It's all very very positive, which is great. uh, You get other stuff as well, but you just don't take any notice of them. I'm afraid, like it's as simple as that. We all get letters and stuff. People say stuff on social media, but like what they think about me is none of my business. That's it. It's so true. It is, and you know what? You can say that, and you can mean it, or you can say it for just try to be cool. And then, but I think if you react to these people who are trying to be mean or say what they want to say, that's what they want. Yeah. And I think if you translate that or transform it even into a real life situation where the person is next to the three of us here mm. and if you just ignore them, there is nothing more deflating for that person. Yeah. If you just ignore them. So and it is the exact same thing online. Yeah. So if you just ignore them and leave them go. And uh, some people find it hard to do that. But I think people who find it hard that should try just to just ignore them really because yeah. like they're they're the people who were the kind of pick me pick me pick me pick me all the time and going, they feed oh, off of the fact that you're replying yeah. yeah just shut up but you don't want to say yeah. shut up because that's a reaction yeah, yeah you, you don't want to give them that and, that's, and, and you find it's like everything else like the, the, it's like a bold child in the car and the child yeah. is shut up after a while yeah. because <laughs> no one's listening to them and that's all they are like they're looking for a response and uh, like say even talking about it now there's people probably typing at the moment let's send whatever you want we don't care we're here to enjoy ourselves mm. You know, and yeah, that's it. absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I, th- I think it's a, it's a strange enough place. Like, say, whatever. Like, say, people think it's okay to say things. It's not, but not until you're going to have some. Is it a government initiative or something to come in to stop that type of stuff where we all sign up to social media that 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 we can come back that there's a person behind it? Yeah. Not until that changes will anything else change as well because people will people will take the easy option and go for it. Yeah, I'd like to think though in in, to, in light of what's happened yeah, over the last think few that weeks. As well, but yeah. I think you do need some government policy to yeah. come into to some of the uh, social media companies to say, lads, yeah, we love having you here in Ireland and everything, but if you want people signing up, there has to be uh, some kind of. Cr- connected to some credit card or connected yeah. to some person yeah. behind where you can be held that, accountable for yeah, what totally you do like, yeah. and the, the second you become accountable then all of a sudden that'll all change yeah. that'll all change because for example like say if you go, say if somebody came into a company and somebody was acting the idiot like they, if they got a clatter across the face like mm. they yeah. wouldn't be doing it again True. do you know what I mean because and that's why that doesn't happen all the time mm. yes. so when you can hide behind anything of course they'll be shouting what they want to, yeah. I just think it's always a case of you You don't think of the person you don't think of their family that's Not a brother or a sister a son, whatever you know. If you d- if you thought about that, I think you would. But well, yeah, like but it. I think they're so self-centered. Some of these people that they, they don't care. Like look at Caroline Fleck. Like 
she like she was a sister. She was a daughter yeah. of someone like you know, and uh, and that's that's only the that's only the tip of the iceberg. What was she to everyone else as well? Say yeah. of her friends, not to mind yeah. what, what she was to people, say uh, in the general public. And did the, did the people who were saying bad things about her do they care? Nah, I doubt it. Like I don't. Might have woken them up a small bit, which you'd hope. You would certainly hope that yeah. it would. Like, but not until they're held accountable will anything change. I think. Yeah, it's it's created mm. a conversation, but I think yeah. Yeah, as you said, it needs to be there needs to be legislation or something done. Talk to us about. I know you've spoken about career and family, but what is your ultimate defining moment? In life or on yeah. TV? Um, I no, think in, in life. life. Oh, yeah. Life is when you see Michal born. The second he was oh. born, oh my God Almighty! Like there was just a, like there was nothing, nothing in this world would come near it. Like. So were you in the room? Oh, I was like in the you room. Were like. beside her. Oh, Actually, okay. Rita went in first, and I was taking selfies with two nurses outside. <laughs> of course, happened. you were. Well, no, because I was on. My, I, listen, I was stopped, right? And, okay. I was, and I was on my way in. <laughs> Poor so, Rita, they're yeah. pushing for her life. Their hearts, and you doing <laughs> selfies in the corridor. There was only two selfies, and it took about five seconds. Okay, okay. all right, anyway, we let you off. Five seconds is like an eternity. Yeah, yeah, it is. So anyway, oh, the, se- the second that we all came out, oh my God, it was just, it was like, there's nothing in this world ever would ever come close to that. Like, oh. you know, it was just the, the, the best thing ever and to hear him cry the first time and to turn around to read and tell her it's a boy, you know, Jesus, it was unbelievable. It was, it was just... It's it was so just, surreal, it was isn't just it? A, like, you can't describe what that feels like. There's like, nothing like yeah, it. Yeah, and you can't describe looking into the cotton scene, Jesus, lads, he's one of mine. Like, I did that. Ah, oh, it's brilliant. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, I know, yeah. And were you delighted that it was a boy? I was. Yeah. Yeah. I won't like you. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was just delighted. I said, you know, this has got to be brilliant. Like, and then, do you know what? He's just a happy-go-luckiest guy you'll ever meet. Like, he's just happy out, and he just kind of he just does his own thing. He doesn't bother with people. People say say whatever. Oh, there's people saying things inside in the air, but I don't bother with them. That's my boy. Don't oh, bother with those people, boy. You know what I mean? like, we go swimming every week together, the two of us, every Saturday morning, sir. Yeah. And it's gas cracked. Like it was he's just, just someone that you want to hang oh, out yeah, with, yeah, like yeah. that you would choose. Their yeah, company. he calls me Sea Biscuit. I'm the, I'm the horse, and he's the jockey inside. And the thing is walloping me right up and down the pool. <laughs> right? So then I have to do a buckaroo job every now and then and throw Aww. him off. Like, but he was totally amazed last week because he was saying, "Dad, what kind of uh, lunch boxes do you have oh, yeah. when you were growing up?" I said, "Do you see the cover of the of the sliced pan?" <laughs> I said, that was our lunchbox. Like, that's the my bag. Oh, my, yeah, the my, bag with yeah. the sandwich inside it. My mother used to flatten it out yeah. and wrap the sandwiches up, and that, that was it, like. Different time. He was absolutely... Gobsmacked. Gobsmacked, right. He came back for a fight. Did you really have that? I said, we did, Jan. <laughs> oh, my God, you were so poor. <laughs> <laughs> but we were rich and loved me, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, thinks you're from the Stone Age. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does he think of what you do, or does it completely go over his head? Yeah, Dad's on the TV. Yeah, put on Paw Patrol. Yeah. That's usually it, like. But I think since... Good. Like, since he started school two years ago, like, he came home one day and said, Dad, are you famous? I said, well, it depends what famous is, Michal. Are you on t- I, I am on TV. Does that mean you're famous? And I said, well, like, I suppose people know who I am, so that's kind of what famous means. But what's more important, Michal, that you're my dad. Oh, oh my. I'm not able for this. Stop, stop. <laughs> stop it. So that's it, like, yeah. So you're trying to bring him up like that, you know what I mean, so. Do you think you're going to find it hard, though? You know, when they get that little bit older, are you going to instill, maybe say, the you get a job, you know, a little part? Like, you did numerous yeah. jobs. Are you going to instill that in him, or do you think you're yeah, going to be you know, spoiling y- him a little? No, 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 <laughs> God, no. No, 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 no. The spoiling thing wouldn't be on at all. The only thing, say, I did work a lot, but when we were in... Um, in Mary in third year, we were uh, off campus. You can go where you can go wherever you wanted, really. And there was two colleges in America that had a, uh, an association with Mary I, mm. or you could go off teaching. So 
I went teaching in Dingle for the year, which basically paid for my fourth year in college. So mm. that was it. Like, that was the reason why I kind of had to do it. But um, I could have went into the University of North Carolina for two semesters. Like. And I always said, geez, you clown. <laughs> yeah, what was I doing? Why didn't you just go and do that kind of thing? Do you know what I mean? So I regretted that really thinking, yeah. I really should have. Well, yeah. Like I was in such a rush to go working. Really, like him off school, into college, work, work, work. You think just go work and you know, get a car, yeah. get a place, and so that's one thing I'd say to me all. I love to see him working, say when he's in his teens, growing up, mm-hmm. to show him what what he can mm. do. But also, if an opportunity like that came up, oh man, go, Take yeah. it. oh go. Re- it's still like t- over twenty years later, I'm gone. Jeez, I'd have loved that now. But I was lucky enough to go around America a few times with TG Carr and stuff. But as in the whole college life thing, yeah. even just a sample would have been really cool. But well, maybe your life would have taken a whole different turn. You may you would have lived over there. We yeah. wouldn't have the Dahio Show over it. here that yeah. night. Yeah. No. You'd have a bit of peace and quiet. In no, the not <laughs> at all. I think we we're blessed. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, now, your new show, Rhyme With A Reason. Yeah. Um, now, you've spoken about it, um, about reinventing yourself. Do you think it's important, though, to come up with these new, fresh ideas to kind of have, you know, a new take on things? You can, you can, I think you can wait around all your life to for a show like this yeah. to fall into your lap. Mm. And um, so I decided to, to throw it into my own lap, to be yeah. honest with you. Like, I went to RT about this uh, about a year ago, and they said they really liked the idea. So um, I said, you know what? I said, we'll, we'll show you that it'll work. Yeah. We'll show you. And uh, I think it's a good way to do it. So we're doing three shows in Kerry. And it's very, very simple. Like, it's, it's a panel show. We have two captains. We have Pat Fitzpatrick and Esther McCarthy, who people will know from the Today Show. And then we have different panellists in, 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 in all the different shows. Locations. So there are three different shows, completely yeah. almost. Yeah. So we're going through kind of crazy stories of the of the week, nationally, internationally and locally. And uh, we're going to trash them out in a funny way. And then the gag at the end, then the whole rhyme with reason that they had to come up with a limerick at the end of it. Yeah. So there was a young man, there was two old women from Fordham who went on a walk out of boredom on the way back a six maniac jump over the wall and ignore them so, ah, I like it. so that type of stuff <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. so we might have about 10 or 12 different stories and then like we're going to get the audience involved as well up on the stage for yeah. a bit of fun and then there's a special guest every evening as well so we've Mick Galway uh, the Irish rugby player and of course he played for Kerry as well he's in one of the shows we have the two Johnnies with us as well so looking forward to, to those two lunatics and uh, at the very end of the show then like say we thought okay how will we just make it a bit different so we're giving a, an up and coming artist the stage for uh, a performance so we have a great guy called Seamus Harty uh, like if you if you uh, Google him it's kind of a George Ezra job and he's from Tralee nice. brilliant and then we have a fantastic singer as well Grace Foley and uh, she's got to be with us on one of the shows so we have Brenda Dunno there uh, Fred Cook has got to be with us there's going to be a few inserts as well from kind of famous people it just spells crack yeah. it's crack it's madness and you know what again it's back to that whole thing as I said earlier on there just to kind of go out and back yourself so mm-hmm. I back myself for one of my big things for 2020 the other one's going to the dentist I hope this will be less painful <laughs> or I hope it won't be like going to the dentist for anyone no. but, but plen- plenty of madness and uh, do you know what sometimes in this day and age you just need just a bit of escape yeah yeah, and it's yeah. putting yourself in a different kind of it is like, yeah. box I yeah. suppose and saying look the, I, you know I've got many strings to my bow mm-hmm. which I think in this industry yeah. is what we all need to yeah, do yeah but you know, it's, it's, again sometimes just, to, just go and do it like this has yeah. been in my head for two years right mm. two years and then I finally said before Christmas and I said I, I'd, I'd put a kind of a thing in, in place that okay go to meet these people to see if we can pull this off yeah so we, we're, my idea was that we do one then we come back saying look we'll do two or three of them mm. to have a good go and a good bit of fun so 
like I said, there's no rule book when it comes to the show, only that we're there to enjoy ourselves and have a bit of crack. Mm. But we've got a bit of rehearsal beforehand just to make sure everything is working that we all know. But apparently they're getting me, well, I'm getting myself a big throne as well. Oh, lovely. Ooh. All right. Good man. You are the king. <laughs> I'd say you're going to have a ball and it is the kind of show that can transfer in the country as well, yeah, which is great. Yeah, that, 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 would be the, that would be the idea, say, yeah. after the summer to, to go around. And uh, it, you know what? It's something new. It's something exciting. And it's just something different as well. And... We're just going to go for it. Okay. And the first one kicks off in April then. In, in April. Stow. I think it's the 25th of April in mm. the Stowe, the 26th in Dingle, and then the 1st of May then in Tralee as well. So you know, they're all in around the same yeah. week. Mm. But, um, you yeah. can tell by the smile on your face yeah. how genuinely excited you are. But I'm worried if these go well and it spills into June and July that you'll be going around yeah. the country and you're not going to deal with your teeth. No, no, <laughs> no, no. So like, I think we need some no, kind of like written agreement. No, there's no problem. No, June is teeth month. Okay. No, Good. I, I, has to be done like I, I can't because I had penciled it in for last June oh. I won't lie to you well, and you put it up for oh, nearly a year oh, you get this under control yeah. now. come on this June don't has to be don't look me with those judgmental eyes do you want us to go with you and we'll hold one hand each and we'll pin you down and yes, we'll sir. say drug him up get him sorted I could disgrace myself in front of everyone when this happens I need to be alone for this one okay? I can imagine I, can you imagine him roaring yeah I can <laughs> oh, I, I can start fantastic. crying like, and we love it I you just talk, get through I can't even my mouth now what do you do? <laughs> Oh, on that Sorry, note. I say you have been amazing. Ah. Yes. <laughs> so, what? Do we, do we only got to the second question. I thought there was seven. Uh, well, that was seven. About 15. That oh was, my God. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. went way we, past the seven. We gave oh, you yeah. the sexy seven and then some. Yes, yeah. you're two of the nicest hosts I've ever seen, ah. I have to say. Ah. Thank you. Thanks very much. Well, look, all the best with the new show. Thank yeah. you. We're definitely going to go see it because I think this will be a good one. It'll yeah. be a good one. Thank yes. you, guys. All the best. A pleasure. If you enjoyed this episode of Girl Talk, don't forget to subscribe and share and we'll chat to you soon. Girl Talk with Trish and Shona.